tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I have learned being a public personality all these years, not to take things personally. But I will tell you that people that I see, people that write me, they say, hey, Kim, I love your jokes. But then there's Robert who wrote to me from the Bronx. And he sent me this note. And I imagine that Robert sounds something like this. Kim, you're not funny. You should just stick with the tech news, young lady. I don't want your jokes. I only want your tech advice. I want to know how to fix my computer. You should be sure to stay in your lane, Kim Commando. All right. It's a little rough there, Robert, in the Bronx. I mean, you know, I get it. You live in a certain part of the country. And you ever wonder why New Yorkers are always so grumpy? Have you ever wondered why? Well, here's why I'm going to tell you about this, because I'm from this part of the country. Because the light at the end of the tunnel for them is New Jersey. That's right. And I'm from New Jersey. It is the Garden State. It's a beautiful state. So if you're saying, Kim, don't make fun of New Jersey. I'm not. I love New Jersey, too. I grew up there. And on that happy note, welcome. I'm Kim Commando, America's funniest digital goddess. And you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing right now. And, of course, you tapped into the nation's largest show about all things digital. You can find us on over 420 top stations across the United States. And you can also get us as a podcast, as webcast over inside the Commando community. It's just a perk of membership, just a few bucks a month. And how do you sign up? Glad you asked. Head over to commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Commando Community. And a special hello goes out to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network Radio. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, every single day I drop by at least 30 different websites to make sure that I'm up to date on everything that's happening in the tech universe. And these are five things that you need to know right now, starting with number one. We're going to go to Long Lake Township in Michigan, and that's where a gentleman by the name of Todd Maxson lives. Todd is a bit of a car nut. He's got his own little workshop going right in his backyard where he restores old junkers. Now, Todd has tons of old cars. Just want you to picture a scene straight of Mad Max. That's his backyard. So his neighbors are, like, not too happy about this. So this led to a 2006 lawsuit from the township for violating zoning laws because this is Todd's residential land. So after years and years of legal wrangling, a deal has been reached. Todd could keep his existing cars, but he couldn't add any more to his backyard. So you think that would be the end of it. And you're like, why is Kim Commando talking about Todd in Long Lake Township, Michigan? Well, here's what's going down. As the years went on, the township suspected Todd of adding more cars to his backyard. So to prove that Todd was breaking his promise, the township hired a drone operator to spy 
on his property in the backyard. They have a warrant or anything, just local government straight up snooping. So this whole drone debate is headed to the Michigan Supreme Court. Now the big question is, is it legal to use a drone to spy on someone's property without a warrant, or is it a legal search? What do you think? What do you think? I want you to hold that thought because I'm going to ask you one more question when we get done. Because number two, we're moving now to Toledo, Ohio, where a different approach is being taken with surveillance. There, the Toledo Police Department is just straight up asking, hey, uh, can we have access to all of your security cameras in your house? Can we just do that? Because you can register in Toledo, Ohio, your home or business security cams with the city. And just like that, the police get a shortcut to reviewing any type of crime footage. So for anyone open to lending their cams over, I did a deep dive. I mean, what exactly are they going to be doing with the footage? So as it turns out, the Toledo Police Department is working with a company called FUSIS. They say that they're the industry's first cloud-based, rapidly deployable, real-time real crime center. So here's how it works. Crime pops up in an area. With FUSIS, the police can, at just a click of the button, request access to all the nearby registered cameras to scope out the scene. Now, they can't live stream without explicit permission. Sounds good, but I'm sure you have some questions. First of all, does it use AI? It does. Uh, but they say they don't use the AI for facial recognition. But here, this is the interesting part. It can be used, I mean, this is their quote, to recognize weapons, vehicles of interest, and et cetera. What the heck is et cetera? And where do you put that in a legal agreement? And et cetera? Well, I also wondered where all the footage goes after the crime scene is over. I checked the FAQs, no mention of that. So I would just say big fat no. Now, my question to you is, what do you think about the, what do you think about the drone being used on the guy's backyard or the Toledo Police Department asking for camera permission? So on my Twitter account, just drop me a note there. That's twitter.com slash Kim Commando. All right, number three, there's one industry that AI's already taken over. And if you're a photographer, and you make money off of your photos for a living, you better start finding something else to do. Adobe Stock is the only place right now that's cool with letting AI-generated images into the marketplace. So we're going to follow the money train here, okay? Stock Performa, that's a data analytics platform for stock photographers, just revealed the cold, hard truth. AI photos are going bananas. They're selling four and a half times more than real honest-to-goodness photos. Okay, so look at the numbers. If it is a regular photograph, it's maybe making 17 cents a month. If it's an AI image, $3.75 a month. Wow, isn't that crazy? Uh, meanwhile, in a freak accident, I don't know if you heard about this, a photographer was killed when a huge lump of cheddar landed right on him. Now, to be fair, the people who were being photographed, they did try to warn them. <laughs> See, Robert, that was funny. Okay, maybe not that funny. All right, number four, Betty the robot from the Jetsons. Yes, that sassy robot that did all the chores. That's the one I want. But researchers at the University of Cambridge, they designed the perfect robotic chef, not just cooking up eggs and flipping burgers. It can watch YouTube videos and just like that, make a meal. The system's clever enough to recognize things like vegetables, hands, knives, and understand the usage in the cooking process. So it can learn over time what ingredients go well together and then call out human chefs if they use the wrong quantities. But here's the best part. The researchers made eight different salad recipe videos and handed it over to the robo chef. 
Well, the robo-chefs studied the videos and could identify the ingredients and the actions by the human chefs. And get this, after watching a surprise ninth salad video, it just added a new recipe to its cookbook. Wow, it just recreated it. That's the robo-chef that I want. And finally, this, coming in at number five, don't always listen to that GPS for directions. Now, it just seems like recently there's been a couple of tourists that keep driving into the ocean in Kona, Hawaii. Well, this time it just happened again this past week. Uh, in Canada, a 60-year-old guy by the name of Andrew Lee Toppenberg was out for a Sunday drive. He said, following his GPS, he took a wrong turn and suddenly ran into Canada's Rainbow Bridge border crossing in Niagara Falls. Okay, small inconvenience. Well, Andrew had a big problem. You see, Andrew had a ton of cannabis and a load of cash in his back seat. So unfortunately for Andrew, he didn't get out of it because he left his passport at home. Canadian border officials decided to take a little look-see into his car, and there they found the surprise. Enough weed to throw a super party for Snoop Dogg. Uh, just under 400 pounds of the green stuff. It was all vacuum-sealed nicely and six hundred thousand dollars in cash all neatly stacked and stored away in a safe a suitcase and a lockable case and seeing all this the police you know they said hey you know i don't think this is the first time andrew has been doing this so they charged him with suspicion of possession and import of cannabis because they wanted a joint discussion (laughs) all right coming up in this jam-packed show in just a few moments can tell you how you can take some ivy league classes for free We have some tricks to see if your passwords are being sold on the dark web. And then, oh, how you can see who owns a scam website. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls. And you have me, Kim Commando. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too shy to come on a big-time radio show and podcast, you can always drop me your question over at commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. Every once in a while, I read something on the internet. I'm like, we need to know more about that. And that's exactly who's joining us. Jen from Mozilla. And we were talking about privacy not included. All right, let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you actually read the terms of service before clicking, oh, yeah, except on a brand new app? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Nobody does. But it might be time that you start giving it just a little bit of attention that deserves, especially when it comes to sensitive health information. Now, I'm sure you know the name Mozilla. They are behind the Firefox browser. But did you know that they have this entire squad just dedicated to your privacy? And they've been doing this for many years. They keep tabs on how apps and products, you name it, how it handles our privacy. And if they discover some shady behavior, they slap this big old privacy not included label on it. Yeah, it's it's pretty something. Well, I recently read about a deep dive that they did on 32 top mental health apps. And they put them on their microscope because they want to see how exactly these apps manage your personal data. And the results were, I don't mean to be a spoiler, um, not great. Now, among the biggest offenders with your data, 
these are huge, huge apps. Uh, big names, millions of users like Replica, Cerebral, Talkspace, Happify. And joining us right now is Jen Kaltreiter. She's the program director of the Privacy Not Included Whole Initiative. Hey, Jen, thanks for being here. Now, I know you looked at 32 different apps. Is there a standout that you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst one ever? Yeah, actually, we did have a worst one ever that's maybe one of the worst ones ever we've actually reviewed, and that was Replica AI. Uh, it actually earned, we assign what we call privacy dings, um, and we have a minimum security standard. And so we have three privacy dings, um, and Replica AI earned all of those for how it uses your data, if it, if it allows users to control the data and their track record. Um, it didn't meet our minimum security standards. And we actually even look at AI, and their AI was so questionable that we actually even gave that a ding as well. So, yeah, that one was oh pretty my bad. Gosh. Uh, you know, what's funny is I, I, you mentioned this, is I recently interviewed a gal who uh, is on Replica AI, and she created her own virtual husband, and she's like totally in love with this AI chatbot. What, what does Replica do with the data exactly? Oh, well, that's, a, that's often a good question, and it's often hard to tell what is being done with, with uh, um, the, the information that they collect. Some of it uh, they say they can use for, uh, you know, targeted advertising and marketing, obviously. Uh, that's a big one. Um, but, but here's a, I'll just read a quick line from their privacy policy that kind of stands out. For, by providing sensitive information, you consent for us to use it for the purposes set out in this privacy policy. Um, they then note say, oh, we won't use it for marketing or advertising, but they say they could use it for pretty much anything else. <laughs> so, uh, and wow. just, and they just throw that in the privacy policy that by giving you, but whenever you give them that, that information, you've also given them your consent to use that information. And that's kind of a crazy way to get consent. Yeah. You know, these whole privacy policies, it's just, it just irks me because, you know, I'm guilty of it too. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and read everything if I just want to play a game of Scrabble. Um, what about apps like, uh, say, Talkspace or BetterHelp or Headspace? And of course, there's Calm and, and Happify. I mean, where do they all stand? Uh, like they, they kind of go across the spectrum. Um, last year, Calm and Headspace, um, you know, those are meditation apps. So you tend not to give up as much personal information as, say, you would with a better help um, that's a therapy app, right? But, but, you know, they still collect data and can use that for targeted advertising. Um, Calm last year earned our privacy not included warning label, but then we work with them and help approve their language so that they now guarantee everybody the same right to access and delete data no, no matter what privacy law they live under. And so now they don't, they don't get our warning label. Headspace does. Um, BetterHelp is its own special ball of, of you know, not great for privacy. Uh, they were just the FTC $7.8 million judgment against them for breaking promises that they wouldn't share personal health information. Um, and then they turned around and shared it with uh, social media sites for targeted advertising. And so that's very questionable. Another thing that you see with the better helps and the talk spaces, uh, you know, you go on the website and you're like, oh man, I'm feeling down. I need some help. There's no therapists in my area. I'll use one of these apps. Um, and you click get started and you immediately get dumped into a questionnaire. And then they can use that in ways that you might not expect, like sharing uh, for targeted advertising. Hey, Jen, thank you so much for shedding some light on this topic, because I don't think a lot of people are 
aware, and that's what I'm trying to do is just spread that knowledge that, you know, you just, you want to be careful when you start talking about any type of app, especially when it comes to your mental health and where all that data is going. And we appreciate all the hard work that you and your team are doing over there at Privacy Not Included. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. So the bottom line here is if you're not paying for an app, and maybe if you even are still paying for an app, they're going to be looking at your data and privacy and trying to make money off of that. So those terms and conditions are absolutely important. And I know that nobody wants to read them because it can be, well, tedious. So that's why there's Mozilla's privacy not included site. You're just going to type in the name of the app that you're thinking about downloading, and then boom, you just get low down on all those privacy practices. And here's another trick. What you can do is just open up those terms and conditions and hit Control F, Command F, uh, if you're on a Mac, and then search for key phrases like privacy, subscription, or cancellation within the document. And then that could be a shortcut to the just the most important bits that may concern you. That site is a definite look at before you install any new apps. All right, wouldn't it be fun to tell people that you went to Harvard? Yes, you can. Dozens of Harvard classes are available right now through edX.com at no cost. You just make an account and you're good to go. So what kind of classes can you take? Intro to computer science, cybersecurity, AI with Python. Um, there are also some other classes too, like introductory to sauerkraut. Okay. <laughs> Who knew? Um, the science of happiness. Who doesn't want to know that? And if you want to confirm that you went to Harvard and get a certificate, it's going to cost you not much, 99 bucks. The courses are all self-paced. Uh, they generally run six to 14 weeks, but hooray, that's right. You made it to the Ivy Leagues. And coming up in just a few minutes, Allie, our amazing content queen, is going to be joining us with some great productivity tips. And then we have three tricks to see if your passwords are being sold on the dark web. And of course, more of your phone calls here on Kim Commando Today. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, coming up in just a few seconds, we're going to be talking about some ways that you can see if your passwords are being sold on the dark web and also what you need to do about it. And so also you went to one of these websites. And you're like, ah, it looks good, but maybe it's a scam site. I wonder who owns it. Mm, I know the tricks to doing that and you will too. And speaking of tricks, joining us right now on the Kim Commando Show, notice that professional segue, by the way, is Allie Selgman. She's our amazing content queen. Hi there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So glad that you're here with us because I always love these short tricks that we can pass along. Like, like for example, you can have this secret world of conversation with your iPhone. It's like a James Bond type of thing. Like, So if you want to have a chat with somebody, but you don't want it in your text messages because you want it to have, be more private, yeah. that on your iPhone, you can use the Notes app, right? And so... You can just share that note with somebody and go back and forth. So smart. Uh, another, 
Yeah, and so smart. And then another one that I use all the time because I've been driving down to Los Angeles a lot to get my eyes checked at UCLA is that with Google Maps, especially traffic in L.A., it's just always such a nightmare, <laughs> is that I can say, I need to arrive at this time. So oh, what time that. should I live? <laughs> I know. Love Great, that. isn't it? So you have some tips. Lay them on us. I do. These, I guess we could categorize these all in kind of productivity. Although when I think about productivity, it's not that like, here's how to get more done. I'm getting enough done. What we want to focus on (laughs) is how can you make it easier on yourself, right? Make your tech work a little better. I have been for so long, the chump who writes every email from scratch, even when I'm writing the same thing over and over. So in Gmail, I've said it before, if you're not using templates, get it together. You need to, it is so helpful. Just think about all the things you type Kind of the same thing all the time. If you're asking somebody for an update, uh, in my case, sending out assignments, maybe you're reminding people to invoice, don't type it every time. Trust me. Uh, You have to set this up ahead of time. If you go into the settings menu, there's an advanced tab, and then you'll find templates, and you can set it up there. And then next time you write an email and realize, I've written this 700 times, uh, you can just save it as a template. So nice. And we have all the steps for that over on commando.com. You know, and that's that's just... You know, it's it doesn't sound like it's a big time saver, but it is. Oh, it and is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's like, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Although, you know me, I don't like or send long emails. I mean, <laughs> you I, don't. I'm, I'm just guilty of it. Like, so <laughs> what do you think of this? And, you know, and I used to make fun of my mother, really, because I'd say, you know, mom, you know, she would just put everything in the subject and just and and I but now I find myself I'm sending like email to you and Jeremy and John and everybody and I'm just putting it in the summer I'm like oh my god I'm turning into my mother it's like <laughs> she was on to something she I think really she was. was she was all right what do you got up next I work on a Windows PC most of the time I also have a MacBook so we'll get to that but I'm gonna keep this one simple two little keyboard shortcuts that if you are not using you are gonna be very thankful to me the Windows key plus Shift plus S. And then you can do a screenshot. Again, Windows, Shift, S. You don't have to look for any menus. You don't have to open the snipping tool. Uh, And then one more. Just like on a Mac, you don't have to open up a bunch of stuff to search. Just hit the Windows key. And if you know the name of a file, start to type it in, and it'll pop up. You're welcome. So before we we leave the screenshots. Yes. Because I know somebody's listening right now going, well, uh, Allie, why do I need screenshots? When would I ever use that tip? (laughs) Good question, sir. Uh, I screenshot (laughs) anything and everything. It's a really easy way. If you always find yourself trying to explain something, that it would be so much easier just to take a picture and circle it. There you go. There's one use instead of saying like, under this button, you need to put this here. So if you're trying to show someone where something is, um, it's good if, I mean... You know, sometimes you just want to remember something for later. Perhaps uh, a loved one said something really dumb or funny or insightful, and you want to save that. Um, I use them all the time. What about you, Kim? Um, Well, I'm notorious with my passwords. What I mean by that is that I thank God for John, okay? (laughs) I'm just, just... Because I've got, I, I think I have, last time he told me, that he's, he said you have like 2,092 passwords. Well, not Whoa. that many, but they've got a lot of passwords. Yeah. And so every once in a while, I'll change a password, which means like John can't get on. Or <laughs> you can't get on because I changed the Twitter account or whatever it may be. Right. And so what I do is I go into Safari, and I know this is like really bad security, but 
I open Safari and then I go into passwords and then I put my little mouse over the username and password and then I screenshot that and then I text that to John. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> yeah. So Oops. this way you don't sit there going, uh, exclamation point seven two five. <laughs> yes. Lowercase. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'm I'm guilty of doing that. And so if you're listening, uh, don't don't do that. Do not do that. That's just one of those things that you know. You know, do as I say, not as I do. And you probably saved it to your desktop. Uh, delete those, right? Go through, get <laughs> right. those off your desktop. Yes. Exactly, exactly. You All are, right, so what about our Mac? Yeah, you're a Mac person. I have a MacBook too. This one, I don't mean to toot my own horn too much, but I think this is super, super smart. If you, perhaps you're the person, you're working on your laptop and you get distracted a lot. Maybe it's your text messages. Maybe you are signed into your social media accounts, whatever it is. I think you should set up different user profiles on your MacBook, but here's the cool part. You can, you can set these up so that they are connected to different fingerprints. So when you sign in, you know how you put your finger on that little, you know, it takes your fingerprint and that's how it signs you into your computer. Well, why don't you do your personal account on, say, your pointer finger and then maybe your work account on your ring finger? And then when you scan that, it'll take you into a profile that is only for work or only for personal life. Ooh, that's smart, especially if you share. Yes, totally. Too. Yeah, people can use their different fingerprints. Um, this is all in system preferences. You go into the touch ID settings and you can set up different profiles and they can be whatever you want. So if you can't quit checking Instagram at work, make yourself a work profile, don't sign in, and hopefully that will be, you know, enough of a deterrent for you. Yeah, you know, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, but I, Everything's I, but I, woven together for you. Yeah, it's just, you know, because it's just one big mess. Uh, <laughs> you know, but it would be nice because I will tell, I'll tell you what's, what's annoying is this is, and this is just a pet peeve, and I don't really know how to, to, to handle it. Okay, mm. so maybe you can help me out. Is that, you know, I have everything on my MacBook. I mean, I'm talking about everything on everything in my life is on my MacBook, okay. which is again duplicated on my iMac on my desk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when I say when I say everything, I mean everything. Okay, <laughs> like all of my email, uh, my chats with Ian, chats with you. I mean, everything's just so everything's duplicated. But what's super annoying to me is like, for example, Barry would come in and say, "Oh, my MacBook or my iMac is dead, or whatever the reason is." And he just signs right in, and then there are all like my personal text messages. Ooh. And he's like, "Why are you talking about this?" I'm like, "I'm thinking like." So I just yelled at him, okay? dude. I'm like, "Yeah, exactly, dude. This is my space. You have your space. I mean, so." I think this else? is yeah. This is less a tech issue and more a tech etiquette issue. Eh? I think uh, Barry, don't use someone else's computer. It's not yours. Yeah. It's like using somebody else's toothbrush. Okay, we don't want to do that either. Okay, we just don't. I have to share right, one have, more. This is my. Yeah, we have one more. T- yeah, we have time for one more quick one. All right, this is probably the most impressive. I guarantee you, this is going to make you look super smart to your boss or your friends or whoever. You know, when you're scrolling on a website and you see something you want to share, but it's like way at the bottom, and so you find yourself saying like, "Okay, look under here." You can share a link right to the specific point in a page that you want to. So in Chrome, you highlight the text and then right click and one of the options says copy link to highlight. And then when you paste that URL to someone, it takes them right where you want to in the page. So cool. So handy. You'll use it all the time. That's sweet. Yeah. You know what? That's 
That may be the best one, Ellie. I think that so, may too. be the best one. I saved it for last. All right. So here's the deal, folks. If you want great tips like this, you just have to sign up for our newsletters. That's just it. And then you'll get them every single day. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe, commando.com slash subscribe. Allie, thank you. Great job as always. And um, we'll see you in newsletter land later this afternoon because we've got a lot to do. Don't <laughs> see we? you there. Yes, we do. <laughs> we got a lot of newsletters to write. So, hey, do us a favor. Just make sure that you sign up for the newsletters. This way we know like we're just not writing them for, like, you know, our parents and other people like that. So, again, commando.com slash subscribe. All right. There are ways to see if your password's being sold on the dark web. Okay. First of all, password managers. Some of these have tools where you can check to see if the dark web does have any of your passwords. We have a list of them over on the website. Uh, Cyber News Checker. They have an extensive data leak checker. All you need is your email address to use it. We have a link to it again on the website. And also, have I been pwned? 12 billion stolen records over there. So if you're wondering if your password's safe, it's probably not. But in case you want to check, just hit commando.com for this tip about three tricks to see if your passwords are being sold on the dark web. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more tips, tricks, and calls you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando Today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. All right, back to the phones we go with John in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Kim. Um, I just want to uh, let you know that you were complimented by my youngest son. I have two adopted sons. They're now... 10 and 12, about a year ago, we were coming home from church and we were listening to your show. And my youngest son said that your jokes are better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I'm not sure if that's a huge compliment, John, but that's okay. (laughs) So I wasn't sure if I was going to ground up with a net friend and say he turned 18 or what I was going to do, but that's that's what he said. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. my question, Kim, is that I have, I'm a twin. I have a brother uh, that passed away when he was 14 mm. and I was 12. Mm. And um, I, no, thank you. I have a lot of, lot of videos that my mom took of us. And throughout the years, my mom used to always take a, a picture of, m- of my twin brother and I on our birthday. Mm-hmm. So we have moths up, up until we graduated high school. And then I, as I mentioned earlier, I adopted two sons. They're currently 12 and 10. And I have videos of them, you know, since we got them and uh, as they were growing up. And But the videos that I have of my older brother and myself and my twin brother, uh, of course, uh, they were back from the 70s and 80s in the 90s, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a video enhancer to get better quality out of the videos, make them more, do better sure. colorization on them and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm, I'm trying to preserve them so I could give them, give them to my sons. Yeah, which is, you know, which is nice, right? I mean, and it's, you know, at the end of the day, you can have everything that you want, but it's family. 
that means the most thing. You know, it is. Yes. And it's nice to tell yes. those stories. Yes. And when there's a video, it's easier to tell that story. Uh, a couple of ways to do it, John, is that, of course, you can send them away to Legacy Box or iMemories, and they'll try to improve them, and then they'll actually digitize them, and then you can just get those files off the, the cloud. Uh, and then you have also have access to it in the app, and then you can upload them to YouTube, and that's that's probably the easiest way. But I'll tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a really expensive way, too. It's an expensive proposition. I'll turn 51 on Friday when it's when it's, I'll, I'll turn 51 on on Friday. But um, I've since then have been retired for about a year, so I'm trying to do something that I can do to occupy my time. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. All right. Well, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So so we've got some uh, links to some products that will help you convert the the videos and then get them into your computer. And then once they're in the computer, that's when you can start using things like Adobe Premiere that will reduce the noise and the grain and sharpen okay. that footage. They've got a lot of tools and effects to do this. Uh, it has a steep learning curve. I will tell you that, John. But if you are on YouTube and just type in Adobe Premiere Improve Video. Somebody did a video that will show you how to do this. And that's one of the greatest things I think about YouTube is it has become this whole how-to wonderful place to do that. Uh, it's not very expensive. There's also another program called CyberLink Power Director. Uh, it also has the tools to sharpen the, the footage, reduce the grain, improve the focus. Uh, and it's a lot easier to use. So those are two. Now, if you're like, you know what? I got a lot of time. And I don't mind doing it. I don't mind learning. And But it, this one's free. Uh, there's something called DaVinci Resolve. And we'll send you links to all of these. And this this has a it's, – it's, it's free. It has a pay version, has, but it has a free version. And it does color correction, visual effects, as well as enhance the videos too. So either one of those. And once you get these videos the way that you want them, that's when you can upload them to uh, YouTube. And then you can set these channels as mm -hmm. private so that unless somebody actually has the address, they're not going to be able to look at your family videos, uh, which is the way that, that I've got them all saved as well. So, you know, so you're after you, so we'll send you some links on how to convert the videos because uh, you need some tools depending upon what you have at, there at the house. And then some links to these programs so that this way we can make those videos look as great as possible. Now, about the photos, Google has a, something called PhotoScan. And with PhotoScan, you put that on your iPhone or your Android device, and then you take pictures of pictures. And then I'll tell you, if you just have photos that you're trying to bring into the digital age, this is like the program for you because it will take those photos and then really make them look snazzy. And best of all, you don't have to take the pictures out of the photo albums in order for you to take those pictures. So again, that's uh, Google PhotoScan. John, hang on the line. We're going to send you some links. And for everybody else, if you need some help, just search the website, commando.com, for converting videos. So you've come across a website that offers a promise of this great, wonderful, low-cost trip to Hawaii. Aloha. All they need is your personal info and a credit card. Well, it just might be too good to be true, right? And then you're going to get screwed over because it's a scam. So here's what you can do. Use a Whois lookup search to find out who owns the website and see if they have a real business address and any contact information. So what is a Whois lookup search? Whois is a database that contains information about domain names and their registrants and who owns them. So if you want to find out who owns a website, just use a Whois lookup to get the scoop. And it's really simple. 
just head over to a Who Is Lookup website. There are just tons of them on the web. I use who.is. Once again, that's who.is. You just plug in the site's URL right into the search bar. And then in just a second, you're going to see who owns the site and then the contact information, including the address and the phone number. Once again, that's who.is, who.is. That's the site that I use. Hey, be sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Your happily ever after is waiting for you in the Chrysler Pacifica and Pacifica plug-in hybrid. With available all-wheel drive, Pacifica helps handle adverse conditions like magic. And with a plug-in hybrid, it can help your range anxiety disappear. Make your drive even more enchanted in the Chrysler Pacifica. And watch Disney's Disenchanted, now streaming only on Disney Plus, rated PG. Disney Plus subscription required. Must be 18 plus to subscribe. EPA estimated 520 mile total range with a fully charged battery. Actual mileage may vary.